let those, let those verses float to the surface when all this other stuff, you know, you, you guys don't know all these brethren that are driving horses and tractors and whatever else. You don't know them, but you know Mennonites and Amish. And it's a similar thing. And why aren't you one of them? Probably some good reasons. All right? I am not trying to get you to be old order German Baptist brethren. I am not. Don't think I'm, don't think I'm doing that. What I'm saying, though, is there is a stream of heritage here that includes the whole picture here. All I have to do is look at that, that picture outside the office over here. And they all look like, they all look like Amish or Mennonites <laughs> in that picture. Yeah, they all, you know, all the, the colors are like that. Yeah. I, it, I have no heart to go back to that. But I do have a heart to pers- pursue wholeheartedly pursue to the point of nonconformity. Don't be conformed to this world. Nonconformity. A transformed life. Pursue that, friends. Pursue it. Nonconformity to the world. Courage to hold one's, uh, hold one's convictions adopt values from the gospel rather than from the surrounding society and culture, respect for conscience. If somebody tells me, uh, Pastor, I don't think God wants me to drink Coca-Cola, do you know what I'm going to say? I could say, oh, wait, you know, drinking Coke doesn't make any deal. But if it's really in their hearts, I go, you better do what the Lord tells you to do. You obey God. And even if no one else is, you obey God. Respect for your own conscience, respect for the conscience of others. I just was demonstrating that, all right? Not afraid to be (laughs) weird, strange. You know all those people? I... (laughs) I saw a buggy one day that had a big, a big, over the whole end of the buggy had a big American flag, and I go, well, that's sort of disjointed. I would call that really peculiar. Maybe God told it. I'm not going to worry about that. I'm, I'm not their master, and they're not my servant, all right? Well, lifestyle questions for you today. Are you trying to keep up with the social and financial practices around you? Are you trying to keep up with the Joneses? Yeah, they got a bigger, you know, these big intimidation pickups. You know, where where I'm sitting there at the traffic light and I look out and all I can see is their tires and the bottom of their door. And the rest of their truck is up here. I go, no, I'm not going to keep up with that. I don't need flames painted on the side of my car. I don't need, I don't need to, uh, the biggest, the best, the newest, the shiniest. I don't know. I don't need that. Where's that going to take you? That's going to take you into self-gratification, you know. 
Well, no. Do you try to gain a sense of status? Some people are really looking for that, folks. They feel like, oh, I'm, I'm a nobody and that's, I'm going to stay a nobody unless I get status. By comparing yourself to how non-Christians live or what they have. You know, they, the neighbors got a brand new, uh, used to be Cadillac, what is it now? It's like a, a Mercedes or what's another fancy car? Another, um, help me out, folks. Yeah. Yeah. And spend a bunch of money on that. Well, you know, I just, I'm not, am I important enough? My status? No. Are you willing to do what you know God wants you to do even if you are the only one. There has been times in my life I was the only one. <laughs> that does not make me better, but that, hopefully that does make me obedient if I'm really trying to do what God, God is telling me to do. Okay, maybe, maybe I'm doing something right. Are you focusing more and more on spiritual things and less and less on material things. Here's why I could not get, get involved with most of those groups that fight over what you wear and what size your hat is and if it's black or green or blue. Nah, because where, where's that focus? That is a focus on material things. Too much of this, even though it has to do with nonconformity, is focused on material things. And that would be a criticism, and that's why I'm not one of them. And that's what they would say, oh, you wear a necktie. I have been real surprised, the churches of the brethren, where people, where nobody wears a necktie, and I go there just to visit. I like to visit. You know I like to visit. So I've gone to, Heidelberg, and nobody wears neckties there. I was amazed. They asked me to preach. And I told them, you know, I'm going to wear a necktie. I do this to honor my dad. I honor my dad by wearing a necktie. Oh, okay. I'm not sure they were real happy about it. Another, uh, White Oak, I went there one Sunday. You know, of course, that's 500, 600, I don't know. Big church. But there one Sunday, and, and uh, they, they, they <laughs> no musical instruments, and it is real close to old German Baptist brethren for all I can see. And, we, you know, and they, it was a good sermon. I can remember the sermon. And I remember Samuel somebody or other was uh, the preacher. They got a whole string of preachers. Anyway, at the end of the service, I, I about fell over. So I'm, you know, I'm two-thirds of the way back on the one side, and Karen and I are back there. And he said, uh, Sandy Christoffel, uh, would you have the closing prayer? And I'm standing there with a necktie, and I'm, I'm just shocked that they would even ask me. Okay, we need to focus on the spiritual things is, is, is my point here. And, and less on the material things, okay? It's not that material things are never important. 
It is the spiritual things are way more important. Okay. Spiritual things can inform the material things. Uh, but that's another sermon. Are you willing to let the lifestyle of old-fashioned brethren inspire you to go in a different direction from the world? So, uh, we're buzzing along this morning, going to Conewago, and we're going, I'm going 50 mile an hour in a 45 mile an hour zone. And, and, and we're, we've, we're west of Schaefer Town, all right, on, what is it, 417? 419, all right. And I, and I come around this curve, and there's this buggy. <laughs> I go, I would not have the courage to drive a buggy on this road. <laughs> you know, and I go, well, how much courage do I have in the things I do? You look at some folk, you, you know, you may have Amish friends, you may have Mennonite friends. Can you let their commitment, their perseverance, and their dogged insistence can you let those things inspire you? I'll tell you what, that's why I even go to some churches that says, I bet they're doing something that could inspire me in a different direction. And so when you see a buggy <laughs> and you swerve to miss it and glad there wasn't a car coming from the other direction, all right, because I would have been hitting the brakes really hard. Listen, when, to the extent that they truly believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, the power of his resurrection and his shed blood, his resurrection from the grave, to that extent, see, I'm not sectarian. Sectarians will say, the only Christians is just our group or, or something close to that. I believe, I believe a lot of these people truly are my brothers and sisters in Christ. And they, they are a different branch of brethren, but I need to have a sensitivity to their commitment before the Lord. And, and they have counted the cost in ways that I, ha, that I have not, okay? Are you willing to be different and to let your light shine and to be a witness for Jesus. That's what the conformity, nonconformity is really about. Uh, the Lord dropped a, an incident into my mind. Downtown Covington, Ohio, it's probably a little bit bigger. Uh, Covington, Ohio is a little bit bigger than Campbelltown. And I park my car along the street and I'm going across the street. There's a store over there. I need, need something at the store. I get out of my car, go around my car, and I'm on the curb get, getting the jaywalk across the street. No, nobody bothers you in Covington about jaywalking. There I'm standing and across the street is a man I have never seen, I have not seen since, I have no idea who he was. He was, 
He was dressed in a t-shirt and jeans, if what I remember. And all of a sudden, he comes running across the street in my direction over by my car. I'm standing there. And he grabbed, you know, even, be, I'm sort of, what? What's going on here? He grabs my hand and he says, you're a Christian, aren't you? <laughs> and I shake my hand. You're a Christian, aren't you? And I go, oh, well, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I was sort of speechless. He says, I'm just so glad when I see Christians around this town and, it, and then he takes off down the street. What did, I just got out of my car and was standing there. What was there? What, did, what was the clues? Was it, was it the expression on my face? You know, what, if something like that happened to you, what would it be? Is there anything about your life that is not conforming to the world, but it, that is shining, a light shining for the gospel and for the Savior and for the one who owns you because he bought, he bought you with his blood? Oh, Lord Jesus. I'll tell you what, that, I don't know how many times that's encouraged me when I get sort of down in the dumps, I think about, and I get down in the dumps once in a while. My wife noticed I was real cheerful when I woke up this morning for some reason. Well, so what comes out of your life that is not conforming, that would be a light shining? And you, you do whatever is necessary for that light to shine. Whatever is necessary. If you need to go to Africa <laughs> and help out the Nigerian brethren. Karen and I were going to go this year, only it evaporated with the, the virus thing. And we were, we were serious on going. I've said, Lord, I'm willing to go wherever you, if that's where you want us to go. You go, you do. In this world, on the face of this earth, you be that light that shines. And you cannot, you cannot let your light shine and just blend in. You've got to be there shining out. And so, Lord, help me be, help me be your person. Help me be that Christian, not conformed, but transformed, Lord. You know, that's with all the other commotion that the nonconformity dis discussion among the brethren has been <laughs> rubber tires and metal tires, and whether or not you bolt a recliner on the wagon. My, 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 my. I, folks, I'm not exaggerating on. I am not. Let's pray. Let's pray. Here's a, here's a little picture. To uh, there's, a, there's a brother and guy with his head bowed. Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, for this day. And Lord, that we would consider your word to what has been important to 
brethren of all stripes, all stripes, consider this nonconformity thing important. But boy, do we come down in different decisions on it. And Lord, help us really to come back to you and say, okay, Lord, what's really essential? What is the key here? What are you after, Father, in our life? Help us find your good and perfect will. Move us from where we're at to your good and perfect will. Father, we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.